And we're back with the game FAQ. Oh my god, just... Hussy, I want to know what happened. Just... God. Is anyone actually reading all this? Or are they all dead? I don't know if anyone besides us is even alive and playing the game, or if anybody even really cares what we have to say. Roshi and I should add some stuff to this FAQ if anything occurred to me. So I guess I'm doing that. I figured at the very least it will be a good reference for just us to use. But Dave probably won't read any of this because he's sort of this whopping stupid horse butt. Whatever. I finally figured out what those weird codes on the backs of capture lock cards are for. Well, maybe not what they're always for, but a way that Spurb has exploited them for an in-game purpose. Every captured item stamps the card with a unique code and a gizmo in Spurb called the Punch Designix will punch uh, a unique pattern of holes in a card which is derived from that code. The punch card can then be used with other gizmos to duplicate the item and will combine it with another item. I got to thinking about this and with my amazing hacker skills, I noticed a trend. The whole pattern is based on a fairly simple cipher, converting the captured code to binary and then the binary pattern is punched where one is a punched hole and zero is an unpunched slot. So, um, here's the table just to be clear and yeah that's a whole bunch of it's a bunch of numbers. numbers that compare to numbers and uppercase letters and lowercase oh, letters I can't, I can't look at that that actually hurts a little <laughs> yep just skip on past yep. it English girl <laughs> fucking fucking art student <laughs> fine god anyway there are a couple oddball characters uh, exclamation point and question mark at the end to bring it up to 63 uh, 0 through 63 equals 64 total i.e. 6 bits because the binary representation of the capture code characters are 6 bits each, which have a range of 0 to 63. So, for instance, the capture code for the hammer is NZ7UN6BI. Uh, Look up the index for N first, which is 49. The binary for 49 is 110001. Keep doing that for all the characters and you get just oh, another whole table of... Yeah, it's a whole N, set of N, things. Yeah, N, Z, and 7, yeah, all those values for what he said. Okay, that's the pattern that will be punched on the card, but the bits are arranged top to bottom, left to right, in four columns, like this. There we go, and whole bunch of binary. And ASCII. Yep, all punched on a card, like this. <laughs> God, that he's put so much work into the ASCII. <laughs> yep. Well, okay, that pretty much looks like shit, but you get the idea. So to combine two items, you just overlap two punch cards. Only the places where both cards of a hole will show, though. So it's sort of like a bitwise an operation on both cards. The new pattern gives you the code for the new item. For instance, combining the code for a hammer and a pogo ride gives a new code with less holes, obviously, which translates to 126GH48G. That whole pattern went on to make the pogo hammer, which is so rad, you have no idea. I've also wondered if you could combine the items in other ways. Like a bitwise, or... That means combining the cards to get more holes, not less. I.e., the new pattern has a hole for every hole on either card. This pattern would be accomplished by double-punching a card. Like, two codes, one card. I've got to try that sometime. But there are some mysterious things about all of this. First of all... With all the whole slots, there are 49 bits in total, which means there are almost 300 trillion possible codes. And 300 sounds huge. 
but when you consider, it is supposed to account for all conceivable items, including all the wacky combinations of stuff. It something doesn't seem that big. This leads me to believe that not only every combination of item has a viable duplicate, but this kind of this is kind of obvious anyway, since there are many combinations of punch cards that will produce either a blank card with and, or a totally punch card with all. So, there are lots of dud combinations out there, and many that will just lead to the same pattern. Like, for instance, a gun and an Atomon could make some sort of ultimate death ray, but for that matter, a shoehorn and a pot of plant could lead to the exact same pattern. So weird. Also, it seems like combined items will always have patterns with either much fewer holes or much more holes than more ordinary items, which will occupy the vast meaty middle of all possible patterns. It's strange and counterintuitive that more complex objects have simpler patterns, but hey, there you have it. But all this sort of makes me guess this system can be cracked in some way. Like, if you have a complicated item and you want to extract simpler item components from it, there might be some algorithm for deriving the pattern you want, or at least narrowing down the possibilities. There might also be ways of charting through the simple patterns on both ends of the bit spectrum, and pinning down the ones that will make cooler stuff. Who knows? I want to ask Jade about this, because she's really good at this sort of thing. However, uh, she... Sorry. I want to ask Jade about all of this, because she's really good at this sort of thing somehow, even though she doesn't have my lead hacks or credit. Uh, too bad she makes herself too scarce all the time. Jade, if you ever read this, let me know what you think. Uh, and then an ASCII version of his symbol. I like that. Yeah. And he put so much work into that, it looks so much better than the punch card. He did, yeah. Also, oh my god, John, that voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you picked it. No, I was happy. That was good practice. That was good. You did a good job. Yeah. Oh man, that is a whole punch card calculator, huh? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Well, next. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. S, so we see a sign that says SN... There's an atom at the top of the S and the spirograph at the bottom of the S. All right. Uh, next. You enter the laboratory. So we see Rose huh. walk in. So, of course, the house was connected to the fucking laboratory next door to her. Yeah, weird. Yeah, huh. No one fucking saw that coming. Uh, Rose, look for mad scientists. Heck yeah. There are no scientists to be found, mad or otherwise. Or anyone, for that matter. The lab appears to be deserted. There is a kiosk, though. Are those hard drives, or...? They kind of look like the refrigerators, or the cookalizers, but different. Yeah, They all have electrical sockets on them. Yeah, and they all have... Are those lock symbols on them as well? So yeah, that's weird. Hmm. Um, next. There's a oh. lot of them. Oh shit! Kind of looks like a like a checkered pattern. Yeah, huh? Weird. Not like we've seen a checkered pattern anywhere else. No. No, definitely not. Um, mm. next. 
Oh. It looks like the kiosk monitors, the lab's enormous hub grid. That sign hurt my eyes a little bit, actually. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's like a chessboard. Yeah, wow, jeez. Uh, Jade, transportalize as far down as you go- you can go. And Jade transportalizes into a room with a lot of stuffed heads. That's a lot of stuffed heads, Molly. It is. That's a stuffed shark head. It is a stuffed shark. I do like kind of the shark's going, hey, what's up? This is as far down as you can go. The Grand Foyer is still a few floors down, but the transportalizer on that level is blocked by one of Grandpa's impressive big game trophies, and you just don't think he'd be caught into someone moving it. Speaking of which, here are some of his trophies now. He has like a million of these ghastly things. You really dislike them. Yeah, I'm kind of with Jade. Like, I would never hunt an animal. He's got a stuffed griffin. He does! What the fuck? <laughs> What's also that goat mermaid at the he's bottom, got a, right? Yeah, he's got a stuffed, like, fish chimera. Also, that, like, deer looks like a human deer. In a weird yeah, way. weird. Uh, the hell's her grandfather been hunting? Uh, Jade, proceed. Looks like she heads downstairs. You hop down a level. Granddad also likes to accumulate valiant knights from his travels. These are pretty cool, you guess? Heck yeah, they are. He's got a bunch of suits of armor. Including Iron Man? Uh, yes, there is an Iron Man armor in the back there. It's a pretty good goof. <laughs> pretty good goof. Um, Jade, keep going. Uh. Oh, yeah. How could you forget about a stash of decrepit mummies? God, you hate these things. Fucking same. Like, I don't mind mummies. I don't like what that thing is. There's a lot of mummies and zombie-looking things here. Jade, don't stop. Keeps going. And there's a lot of pictures of ladies in blue? With, like... Big hair, like big 80s, 70s hair. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I get it. I get it, but... <laughs> Next. This is your grandfather's collection of what he refers to as his beauties. No lovely lady will be fit for his collection unless her portrait has spent at least 20 years bleaching in a front window of a beauty parlor. Sort of establishment he's plundered no less frequently than ancient tombs. You guessed they were sort of like your sisters while growing up, and you were always encouraged to look up to them. They're all awfully pretty ladies, you suppose, but it's a little hard to get as excited about them as Grandpa. Jade, study hard and keep your rifle at the ready. When adventure summons, I know you'll rise to the task and take your rifle place among the daughters of Eclectia. That old coot sure is a bag of wind. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Little bit. Hey, 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 granddaughter of mine. Here are pictures of women you should aspire to be. And they aren't like notable figures in, like, science or politics or art. Just some fucking pretty ladies I like. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's a big-ass wolf head at the top. Holy shit. It is a big-ass wolf head. That's like fucking Fenrir. Or Skull or Hati. Jesus. Uh, Jade, complete your descent. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? What's this little friend? <laughs> What's this? What is? Who's this? 
next. You reach the ground level. This is the stupid thing blocking the transportalizer. It's unspeakably hideous. Down the southeast hall is a grand foyer. You'll have to cross it to leave the house. The fucking Nidhogg just arrived? Like, hey, sup? Uh, like, it is an enormous worm. Like, or it's something. an enormous green worm like thing with a white head. Why is there oil in this frame? Eh, there is, huh? Mm hmm. Well, alrighty then, next. Looks like someone's pestering you. Even though you thought you logged off? Hmm. Uh, Jade answer. Huh. Well then. I'll never take Jade from you, so I guess I know what role I'm playing. <laughs> um, if you want, I can um, introduce you to this character. I've got a pretty good idea who it might be. Uh, who do you think it is? Is this Carcat? You are absolutely right. Yeah. No, like... <laughs> I I know like it's hard to avoid not knowing Carcat on the internet. Yeah. Like yeah. if if you grew up around the same period we did, like you fucking knew who Carcat was and you knew his typing style. Yep. Uh do you want to try him then? Ooh, I've got to think of a Carcat voice then. Give me a second cuz yours is real good. I just don't want to ape anyone's else anyone else's voices. Um Alright, I've got an idea. Okay, you ready? Well, you've got to read out the pestle log. I know, I'm making sure you're ready before I start. <clears throat> what, one second. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Yep, okay, <laughs> all good to go. <laughs> Carcinogeneticist began trolling Gardenostic at 1304. Hi again, idiot. Oh no! So I guess today is finally the day you fuck everything up. Is there nothing I can do to change your mind? You can leave me alone! How can you even be talking to me after I blocked you? And after I logged out! You don't get that I am better and smarter than you in every way forever. You don't get that because you are incredibly stupid. <laughs> I get that you're a jerk and you should shut up! Goodbye, you jerk! Gardenostic blocked Carcinogeneticus at 1306. Well, I mean, it's very natural to introduce the trolls with a troll. Uh-huh. Man, my, mm, I've got to figure out that voice a bit more, because I kind of slipped into new Carcat voice with Dave and John at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that was some weird, like, fucking knocking the T-1000 into the smelting pot at the end, just changing to all of its God. previous forms. Uh, I mean, like, the the default Carcat voice is more... Hi again, idiot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So like, like, yesterday is the day you're finally fucking everything up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, you're more than a welcome. It's not like you're aping anything. These are just, you know, the, the voices we've given them. Oh, I know. But it's also the case where, like, I want to try and pluck from memory what I've always heard trolls as in my in my head. Oh, sure, yeah. If you have a voice for each troll, then you're yeah. more than welcome. I mean, I'll develop it as I go along. Sure. Uh, Rose, look at that kiosk. Oh my god, Tussie, stop. I want to, like, just stick with one thing for fucking five seconds. Tough shit. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, uh, you said that, but I heard that in the cockhead voice of you. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably find a sound clip where I've said that. <laughs>
Uh, so if we go to look at that kiosk, Ooh. Uh, there is the entire grid right. laid out, and mm-hmm. there's one green dot up in the upper left corner. Just blinking away. Looks like a mapping of each hub's index. It appears one of the hubs was recently unlocked. And yeah, that was SN underscore lab 0413. Oh, of course. I fucking can't uh-huh. tell <laughs> God hmm. It's always the case, until I read it out, I don't fucking get the joke. Right. I think that is the added benefit of me operating on a different dating system. Oh, sure. Yeah. So it's like, I, it doesn't click until... It doesn't oh, click to you. It's like, oh, fucking Americans. Because even that looks to me like April 2013, not necessarily April the 13th. Oh, sure. Uh, Rose, go to the center and do a goofy dance. At the center, you find a little stage that looks perfect for supporting a spectacularly silly dance. Or it would if standing on it didn't make you a little nervous, and also if that didn't sound like a dumb idea given the circumstances. It looks sort of like the various contraptions you've been deploying in John's house. You wonder what it does. That's a transportalizer. Yeah, it's a transportalizer. Huh. Uh, Rose, attempt to plug laptop into nearby hub. Oh, this can go well. Uh, she pulls out her laptop and drops everything. Jasper's uh, lands on the transportalizer. Oh no! Well, we'll see what happens there. But yeah. I, I just I like Rose's expression of just that expression of fucking. She's God, so done. Uh, just this is such a pretty system. Why can't it just work? Next. What? Mm. Great! You just vaporized your dead cat. Oh well, ashes to ashes. You guess. Gotta be a better way to deal with this lousy tree. <laughs> I'm imagining, like, that transporter line just goes to, like, the fucking, like, office break room, and they're just like, so, how's your name? Oh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> fucking dead cat drops on. <laughs> what the fuck? What the hell? <laughs> uh, Rose, examine fetch modus. Well, Jasper's is gone. Bye-bye, Jasper's. Looks like you could choose between picking leaves or awkwardly uprooting the whole tree, as you've been doing. You select Leaf. You also turn off Auto Balance, since its consequences can be a little mystifying sometimes. I really, again, do like that all of the ki- these kids seem to have, like, settings to the modus, but John is like, nope. Yeah. Just fuck you, buddy. Like, <laughs> you well, get the most fi- awkward stuff. He's got FIFO and Philo now. He does have two options like all the other kids. Maybe his just aren't that useful. Yeah, but it's just like... <laughs> there's, it- no, there's no turn-off auto-eject for John. <laughs> yeah, it speaks so much again to their personalities and just like the type of teenage they are. Yep. Next. You gather up all your items again in an order that places your laptop in a conveniently accessible leaf. You're not sure why you didn't do this a lot sooner? Kind of a funny looking tree now, but your concern for structural elegance is on an all time low. Rose, find the unlocked hub. As long as you're going to plug in your computer, you may as well find that hub. Here it is. Hub SN Lab 0413. It is unlocked and thus removable from the grid. You suspect this was the same beacon transmitting the unsecured signal you were using earlier. Huh. Well, that would make sense, honestly. Yeah. Well, Next. it's unlocked. So. Yeah, it's unlocked. You pick up the laptop leaf from the tree. Next. And it's just so nice. It just does it's, it. It's just so nice. Without any. Oh, oh. Okay. You plug your laptop into the hub, then capture log <sighs> the hub, and then the laptop. There must be a better place around here to set up your computer. This huge grid of electronics is sort of uninviting. You look around. Hey, what's that? 
next. Oh boy. Uh, so, to be clear, she is charging her laptop in her capture log. That's pretty good. Uh, so we see this countdown clock. Skynet Laboratory. Unestablished in 3 minutes, 14 seconds. <laughs> it's another one of those ominous countdowns. You didn't notice it when you first entered the lab about a minute ago. It looks like this one may have been ticking for years. Whatever it's ticking down to, there is not much time. You can only hope that when you turn your computer on, there will be connection invitation from one Mr. Strider. I do like the idea of a lab being set up in the future and them having a fucking, like, cancel date for themselves. Yep. That's a good That's a good idea. I like that. It's like, uh, alright, people, I, we are su- we're finally su- successful. Start the clock to when we down. fuck up. Uh, so, to be clear, uh, it's it was at 314... Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was on about a minute ago when she entered the lab, which would be about 4.13. Yeah, huh. We <sighs> Again in the future. Another timer winds down sideways. Ooh. Oh. If we click sideways... Uh, looks like PM has chopped off this motherfucker's head. I mean, the worm did eat one of her mailboxes. Yep. Uh, and... Oh, there's a lot of worms growing out of this thing. Uh, while she's trying to investigate a panel, she's, she's typed in the command home onto this thing. Huh. Uh, and it looks like... It started to move left. Well, yeah, the little apple thing now just has a freaking propeller coming out of it. The, oh, the apple thing, huh? Well, I mean, it's something that grew from a freaking tree. Yeah. Didn't also, John what, have an apple? Uh, also, what is in one of those mailboxes? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Looks like it might be a letter. Yeah, I guess. Huh. I mean, the flappy army deal is up. Well, no, it's down because that way, like, it the thing can be opened. Well, it's also up. It It's, listen, the goofs. <laughs> Fine. Um, Dave, abscond. Uh, if we click abscond... Oh... Bro is here to fight now. Oh shit! Can't abscond, bro. <laughs> Dave shows bro that he's got to smuff it with his head cut off. Yep. Uh, and they're fighting, and they are doing some real Dragon Ball Z shit. This is some real good around. anime sword fighting. Yeah, these two are going at it. Uh, looks like Dave is not at an advantage here. No, like, he's putting up a good fight, but it's not enough. Yeah, he's putting up a good fight, but Bro is better than him. I mean, yeah, like, he's trained in the way of the fucking swords. Oh, yeah, he's, he's trained in the way of anime fights. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just throws Dave across, hits him with an elbow. Oh, and while Dave's on the way down, he kicks him with a little cow. Jeez. And knocks him back down the stairs. He warned you about stairs, Bro. He did warn you about stairs. He told you, dog. <laughs> it keeps happening. 
what does? <laughs> you don't have time to humor every random thought that pops into your head. The clock is ticking. We see Rose thinking about Dave falling down the stairs. She won't admit it, but she's super into it. <laughs> yeah. She likes seeing Dave get hurt. I understand it. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Julie? Rose, look around for anything else of importance. <laughs> this looks like something of importance. Ooh. That is a big uh, ass computer. We see computer. a big computer with IP addresses and coordinates. Oh, okay, so it's the NSA. It's the NSA. Yeah. Uh, next. No, it's oh. Skynet. Jesus. Wait. It appears to be Skynet's primary session terminal, monitoring a great number of sperm sessions in the northeastern United States and parts of Canada. Upon further investigation, you draw some logical conclusions. It looks like each session consists of an IP address and a physical location. The colored dots on the map appear to be meteor impact sites. It seems each session corresponds with a meteor, but not all meteors have sessions. The color of the dot appears to indicate the status of the meteor's descent. The red dots indicate the meteors have already landed, yellow dots are imminent collisions, green will impact later, and blue will take the longest to touch down. There's a lot of green and blue, and there's an area there with a lot of red. That's a lot of red. Also, what's that in the bottom left-hand corner? Uh, kind of looks like somebody's got a tea set. A very pink tea set. And a scarf? It looks like a scarf. Uh, next. You use the panel to center on your present location and zoom in. Surrounding the lab, of course, are the hundreds of smaller meteors that have been raining down steadily throughout the evening. Most of these meteorites have either landed already or will shortly. Centered over the lab is a significantly larger imminent collision. You can't say precisely how imminent, but you could certainly take an educated stab at it. Just southwest of the lab, centered suspiciously near the location of your house, is an even larger looming collision. Though this one appears slightly less imminent, the terminal looks like it can monitor any meteor or session around the world. Search filters can be applied as well, restricting results based on size, time of impact, location, and so on. Yeah, Rose is not in a good place at the moment. It doesn't seem like it, no. Next. You zoom way out and narrow the search based on size. The two at the top of the list appear to be the biggest by far. You examine their coordinates. The second biggest is centered over U.S. City. The biggest by a landslide is, luckily for Earth, you suppose, way out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Hmm... Rose, turn on your laptop and check on John. You plug the laptop into the hub again and turn it on. It's now powered and connected to the wireless signal the hub is broadcasting. Your sperm session reconnects. Man, that, that's a cool, like, item to have in real world. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. Like, I would love to have that. Maybe, you know, a bit less cumbersome, but... Yeah, absolutely same. Just give me a fucking cube that can power up my laptop or phone and just let me broadcast fucking, you know, closed Wi-Fi signal. <laughs> yeah. God. No one could ever stop me. Never. Next. No sign of John here. You wonder why the house is shaking? The last time you saw him, he was on the roof of the platforms. You'll have to navigate via the sperm interface to find him. 
It's going to be a bit of a rude awakening for Rose to come back to see John and what he's up to. Yeah, this is going to be good. Rose, ascend. So we click that. Oh, that suburb uh, is covered in fucking goop. Yeah. Uh, are you in? Yep, I'm in. Let's navigate up. So we up. can click up. We see some imps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can click the magnifying glass. Ooh. So we zoom out. Uh, we see the totem... No, that's not the totem. The alchemeter, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we can press the left button. And we see one of the imps clinging to the tree with the pogo ride. <laughs> and then we can navigate. Click the magnifying glass. Zoom in. And we, we zoom in back to the house and see more imps. And then we this is John's up. room. Yeah. And if we go up... We see the roof and more imps and up. Oh boy. John's fighting again. Oh boy. He's bouncing between the two guys and actually getting hits in now. Yeah, now he's got him better. Wow, that's a hell of a spin attack he's, he's got. He's doing a screw attack. And the guy goes to try and attack with the tire, and there's a huge laser from Nana. Fucking a laser eye. Just she's got huge shit. laser eyes. Full ass Cyclops. And Rose drops a fridge. But. Oh, but he catches it and punches John. Nana catches John in an oven. And John shoots back out and starts hitting again. Uh, Nana's conjuring a bunch of furniture and hitting one of the enormous imps. Uh, Rose moves the alchemeter and uses it so John can bounce off it and kill the first big imp. Nana's using a cookie laser from the stove to distract oh one of the other one. And oh, Rose geez. drops the alchemeter. And now they're dead. I like how much of brute force Rose is about. Oh, she's not fucking around. Just like, oh, fuck this. She just dropped the, the alchemeter, which she couldn't move before on top of this dude. She found a way. She found a way. Uh, John, uh, and John's yeah, doing his little victory he's, dance. He's fucking pumped. John, high five Nanaquin. Left hanging long enough. <laughs> Wait. Has that been Nana's hand just holding out for a fucking high five? Uh, maybe. Maybe, God. So uh, who do you, you, you want to take? take? I don't care. Um... I read as John lost. I'll do Rose now. Okay. Good work, John. Oh, hey, you're back. Well, now, I'll have to leave again shortly. It looks like there's another large media headed for my present location. Oh, so you mean Dave connected with you? Not yet. I'll explain later. I think I've determined that activating the timer in the game is not directly responsible for summoning a media to your location. The countdown seems merely to exist as a kind of warning to the player, as well as a strange coincidence. Um, okay. I don't really think I get it. Is this relevant? Probably not at the moment, and certainly not to you. I have to go. Okay, later! P.S. Try not to waste too much of that grist while I'm gone. Alright, John, climb the Eshaladder. You rocket up the Eshaladder to the dizzying heights of the vaunted boy Skylark run. 
<laughs> your new feather is hard-earned and well-deserved and alarmingly fashionable. I love this. I love this image. <laughs> uh, he goes from past cool buckaroo, past knee-high pilgrim, past the moppet of destiny, <laughs> past the gadabout pipsqueak, and up to boy skylark. The next rank is the rumpus buster. I need these to be new light levels for Destiny 2. <laughs> this is what you'll see in-game. Yeah, no, honestly, give me this and just, like, add more shit like a feather in my fucking cap. Hell yes. Uh, John, collect that fat loot. You and your ceramic pork hollow rejoice in the mound <laughs> of wealth yielded from your meteoric ascent up that ladder. You're still not sure what all these boon dollars can actually get you. But when you're pulling in such insane loot hand over fist like this, who cares? Not you. This is like those games sometimes, like, after a while, for, being, you know, for a while, I should say, loot was essentially just a score mechanic. Like, oh, you got this much gold, and yeah. you didn't need to spend on anything because you fucking got gold. Yes. But now everything has to be spent on something. Right. Are these just Ubi dollars? Yes. <laughs> fucking god obviously like, Ubi, like ubisoft play points like <laughs> john pick up as much grist as you can hold your expanded cash limit is more than enough to accommodate the grist windfall you gather up 2260 pieces of build grist 1040 pieces of shale 490 drops of tar and 350 drops of mercury you can't wait to find out what amazing items this new supply of grist will just barely able to be insufficient to produce <laughs> Yeah, that... Man, this is really more and more like an actual Survivor game. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I've got all this stuff. I can make a campfire and half an axe. Half Sweet. an axe. Yeah, half an axe. Uh, next. Oh god, there's Gris litter down there too. Those stupid ogres were like huge Gris pinatas. One of those big sour grape electric holocaust fruit gushers is jammed in the hole in the platform. Guess there's only one way to get it. Next. Okay, I would like to be an Anisprite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, Spooky Grandma, it's a good voice. I know, you want to do Spooky Grandma, go for it. John, don't forget your book. It is your birthright. You ought to give it a read when you have a moment, particularly the first several pages. Okay, Nana, I will. Hey, Nana? Yes, dear? Since I'm trying to get up to that gate, and since you couldn't conjure floating beds and throw me around at all, couldn't you just throw me up to the gate? Yes, of course, John, but that would not serve your purpose well. There is a very good reason why you should build up to it, and then keep building. Oh, okay, I guess that's what I figured. So, just one more thing. Do you think that instead of telling me exactly that is with a clear explanation, you can give me a series of really coy riddles about it and then sort of giggle? John, you are a very fresh young man. Your father has done such a wonderful job raising you. I am so proud of you both. <laughs> I guess. When you pass through the first gate, everything will change. You will find the place where the constellations dance beneath the clouds, and then your true work may begin. <laughs> I suddenly understand everything. I like that John specifically asks for things in riddles. Yep. It's like, give it to me a riddle, Nana. <laughs> riddle me this. Uh, elsewhere, we find a place. Oh, Jesus. 
where a kingdom lies entrenched beyond an impenetrable veil of darkness. This is a purple-ass fucking series of castles and staircases. This is a purple kingdom. This is... How do I put it? This is a purple fucking Devil May Cry level. Yo, you ever played Dark Souls? Because this is purple Dark Souls. Oh. Now I don't like Homestuck anymore, Molly. Thanks. Oh, sorry. Well, now I have to tell that the fucking... Probably the thing I've done with most spite in my life, which is... uh, See that Dark Souls was accidentally listed for 19 cents on Steam... And then a friend of mine was really bugging me at the time to buy and play Dark Souls Prepared to Die Edition. So I bought it for 19 cents. Uh-huh. And I told that friend, and they were psyched, and I told them, I'm never going to install it. <laughs> You're so fucking cruel. Listen, I appreciate when people tell me to like look up and uh, things they might think I'll enjoy, or they've enjoyed and they want to share with me. I appreciate that. If you push me too far, though... I won't. Never. I, never. I, yeah, just never. And, like, it will be very clear, never. Yeah. Next. Oh, there's Dad. <laughs> oh, there's Dad. He's fucking getting it. He is oh, waving around man. a can of shaving cream. He has clobbered an imp with a cake. And they're shaking in fear. I like that the imp he's clobbered with a cake isn't dead because there's no grist or anything. It's just like, oh. It's defeated. So it's, it's morally defeated. Like, man, I want a dad like adventure game. Like, can you imagine that? <laughs> dad quest. Dad quest. Like, just think of Octo Dad, but them actually being a real fucking human being, Dad. Yeah. And like in a fucking like this ridiculous setting. Oh, that'd be good. Imagine pipe rarities. God, that adventure. <laughs> Imagine you feeding an old rarity pipe to a new pipe to get a new item level. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> but I love it. Just a fucking dungeon crawler about dads. Like, Yeah, dad roguelike. Yeah. God. How good would that be? That'd be pretty good. <laughs> uh, next... Oh, man. Oh, Dad is about to kill this imp. This imp is like, well... This is, this imp is record scratch. This, yep. This imp is... <laughs> that's me. <laughs> this imp is prepared to suffer death. From Dad's point of view, also, this imp is wearing John's hat. Yep. And that might be like Dad going, oh, no, you fucking didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Next. He oh, punches Jesus. the imp so hard, it goes flying out the wall... Back into the large scene we saw. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, next. And we see somebody looking at a screen. Who's looking at Dad and John. Huh. Next. Graveyard stuffers. Ooh. You are now... The Peregrine Metacam. You're flying westward in your particular mobile station. You have no sense of your bearings presently. The door is blocked by a metal column which extended through the entry shaft before liftoff. What will you do? Uh, PM. Check mail. 
this message to Dr. Brenner looks pretty serious. <laughs> uh, PM, open envelope. Uh, so, PM has kind of the same rags as uh, WV, mm-hmm. except she's a white person. Like, and I, I in, do like, mean yeah. white very literally. Yeah, as in, like, the shade, the tone, white. Yes. Uh, and she also has that weird tattoo on her wrist. Did WV have on his left arm, though? I'm not sure which arm it was. I think it might have been the left, yeah. Yeah, and she's got it on the right. And also, mm-hmm. this letter has the sun symbol on it, on it as a stamp. Yeah, that's weird. Huh. Uh, this is addressed to serious business. Uh, which you may recall was uh, Dad's chat program. That's right, it was. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Well, PM, open envelope. Never. <laughs> the mail is sacred, and sacred is the trust between the postman and the recipients of his precious parcels. You have made a solemn pledge to deliver this letter to the doctor just as soon as you determine where this address is or find any sort of discernible mailing address in this wasteland, for that matter. The mail is freedom. The mail is life. The mail is the very fabric of civiliz... Wait. Hold that thought for one moment. Next. (laughs) She pulls out her mailman's cap from another box. Next. The mail is the one final hope for resurrecting a dead planet from its ashes, and the letter carriers are the brave soldiers of God in this righteous crusade. They are the defenders of the light of knowledge, free communication, and the exchange of ideas. They are the bold toters of all those little papery conduits of freedom, the white postmark angels that whisper a message of their deliverance, a promise to the yearning. There is hope yet. Liberty. Reason. Justice, civility, edification, perfection, male. I love her. <laughs> Just, I like that she's about to go on this whole fucking speech. She goes, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Hat. I need my hat. As I'll say, <laughs> fucking male. <laughs> she's crying about this. Just so There fucking is a lone passionate. tear in her eye. God. PM, examine keyboard and screen. It's the terminal used to activate the station's homing mechanism. It looks like it has now returned control to you. The default viewport displays commands previously entered, including your last and only command, next, home. Well, we've seen that home, view, switch 1, 2, 3, 4, escape, and home have all been entered. Yep. Alright, PM, type next, view. You type another one of the previously entered commands, it switches to the view of a young girl standing alone somewhere. There's a heavy amount of video interference of some sort. The girl seems familiar to you. Well, it is Jade just holding a fucking rifle. And is, is she in the snow? Something like that, or... At least it's... Or a know, storm, or some kind of corruption s- on the image. Yeah, exactly. Also, it seems it's, familiar. It's hard to tell. It seems familiar to Peregrine Medicant, huh? Alright, uh, greetings. And she types greetings. Very slowly. Very deliberately. <laughs> Compared to WV, he's just like, oh, like... He's mashing that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Don't I know you? 
Jade shakes her head. And, oh boy, her, that computer looks like it's not going to be good. Oh boy, next. It's crackling with energy. Oh shit. Oh, looks like it may have exploded. Oh, next. Oh, jeez. Yep, there's a huge explosion out of the side of the apple. Next. Skynet Laboratory, unestablished in one minute and 39 seconds. Which backwards would have been 413. I hate this, goddammit. Yeah, 143. You can rearrange in two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rose, refuse to acknowledge the absurd tea set. No, I want to come on. You successfully disregard the tea set because it's stupid and shouldn't be in a place like this. You probe further into the lab. I want to know. <laughs> it is a scarf on the ground. So. It is a scarf. It is a scarf. What, what? Looks like a little girl's room. This all strikes you as a bit odd. No time for messing around in here, though. These are cute wizard dolls, and that's a cute little cute wizard dolls and cat. Yeah, and then the bed with the cat face on it, and paw print, and a heart sheets. Is this where Rose's mom fucking grew up? It's possible. Okay, um, oh hell yes, this command. Rose, wear the scarf. Be the rider. Henshin! (laughs) (laughs) She has a thought of putting on the scarf, holding her needles, and riding Mabelhoof. And there's something inside the teapot. There is. Okay, maybe you'll do a little messing around. You are only human after all. Oh my god, what's that? I won't lie, I did kind of do the um, Comrade of Falls A, like, Henshin motions, like, hitting, hitting the switches. I know you did, Julie. Left hand, one, two, right hand, three, four. Crank the lever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen. <God>. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really need to get myself an O's driver, though, because I know that. I, I know that. <laughs> I know this. Next. <laughs> You're accosted by a friendly mutant kitten. Oh, it's cute. It's very cute. It has four eyes. That's fine. Yeah. Well, it's fine in this art style. If it was in real life, I might be a little freaked out. I would be, very much. Mm. Uh, John, resist great urge to take the wedge sail. You know you should grab this thing, but... Next. <laughs> You're suddenly feeling apprehensive about entering your father's room... With all the scampering around, it almost slipped your mind how you hate his hideous clowns. No putting it off any longer. <clears throat> there is only one thing left to do. Give me a D, give me an E, give me an S, give me a C. John, jump down. Uh, this is kind of like the panel we saw Jade thinking about furries in, except John's thinking about Harlequins, and mm-hmm. he's very upset. He's just like, like not visibly like really upset or anything, just more like... Oh god damn it! This might this might be an he's, actual thing. He's got a frown. Yeah, like it's just like. Mm. <laughs> well, he clicks the wrist. He jumps through. Next, and we see what the a fuck fireplace with a lot of monster heads around it, and 
a fucking a shrine there's, to someone. There's a picture of Jade up top? And and she's like, wearing these weird gold clothes. Uh, and this and this shrine you called it is on the left. It's all purple. On the right, it's all gold. So there are mounted heads on the wall. Uh huh. One of them is of the big fucking imp, and it's got the the tar in it. It does. There's also a suit of armor in the corner. Yes. Freighto. Jade, scamper into Grand Foyer with wild abandon. Last scamper! <laughs> and she runs into a globe. Of course she does. You scamper your heart out and bump into something. You don't know why you always insist on keeping it so dark in here. Oh, look, it was one of his dumb globes. These things make it awfully difficult to navigate the foyer. We get it, Granddad. You like to travel around the world and go on adventures and stuff. Lousy goddamn stupid globes. Who needs this many globes? Uh, a world-renowned explorer. Like, you have the one globe, maybe a travel globe, but you have- Oh, come on. Like, it's too many globes, Molly. It's- it is too many globes. Jade, arm yourself. Grandpa will surely have stern words for you if he catches you without your trusty rifle already. It's just what you need. Another one is blustering mustachioed diatribes. You're rolling up your eyes in advance, getting all warmed up. But ideally, you can evade him altogether. All you have to do is get past the fireplace and out the front door, and you'll be scot-free. <laughs> I do like these characters we've got at the front here. Uh, yeah, there's a guy, a, a suit of armor. He's got a helmet on and just a suit. And then there's a guy next to him who is a mummy, but dressed up in, like, Napoleonic outfit. With a fucking tricorder hat and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> full on. Business night, a Napoleonic mummy. I like this. <laughs> Jade, examine those chaps on the sofa. These are your manners for distinguished house guests. They like to gather here by the fireplace for tea time. As well as pretty much all other times, it's all very mannerly and civilized. You know exactly what's going to happen when you try to sneak by. The fireplace is going to light up and your grandpa's silhouette's going to appear in front of the fire to give you a good spook. He's so predictable. Molly, there's that same fucking knight in the corner that we saw previously in John's dad's room. This fucking fireplace is split in gold and purple. There is that same monster head with the tongue hanging out as well. Yeah. Yes. You're absolutely right. Do you have something to add there? I am honestly just trying to figure out, does Jade live in the past or the future? Hey, those are those are definitely two options that could be true. Well, does she live in both? That's also a possibility, given the dual nature of this uh, doorway uh, slash fireplace. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm going through all of my previous Doctor Who knowledge at the moment too, because <laughs> she could easily be. No, she wouldn't be Nana. But wait. She could be, like, ancestor to John, who John's dad remembers to some degree. Maybe, like, great-grandmother? Or some fucked-up shit? And then, like, that's why he has a shrine there? And maybe, like, this... His his room is specifically dedicated to, like, this... No, but then... Maybe... 
Jade is in the future with everything that's indicative of that. And then also... Dad's- well, she does seem to know things that are going to happen in the future, which would kind of indicate that she's in the future looking at the past, right? Yeah, so that means that this room specifically goes to live on somehow in the future, or even John's house goes on to live in the future, and it becomes this grand fucking mansion temple uh, science facility, and... Yeah, but there's no volcano near John's house. Yeah, but, like, at the moment John's house is in an abyss, it could land at the volcano. I suppose that's true. Is John grandfather? Is John grandpa? Uh, It's possible. Either... Hold on. But then how would... Is John his own dad? Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, just like... Someone's their own grandfather or dad in this fucking car. Like... (laughs) Like... (sighs) Yeah? You think so? Uh, hold, hold... I'm going to read out the command, and I'm going to, like, hold on. I need to find a piece of paper, because I need to start drawing down a fucking, like, <laughs> web. Give me a second. Hold on. Okay, yeah. One uh, second. Are you going to say the command? Uh, no, I'm just going to wrap out this paper first. Hold on. This is not a goof, folks, <laughs> by the way. I'm literally tearing... Hold on. Okay. Uh, pen, a pen. I need a pen. Jules is going to be taking notes. This is now our new game of Mist. Uh, uh, welcome, welcome, gamers, t- to our YouTube LP of Mist. 35 degrees clockwise and 80 degrees counterclockwise... And then five degrees clockwise again. Um, okay, so, uh, the command, right, hold on, next. And there he goes. The old <coughs> man has the flame. Is that Comic Sans MS? Yes. Hold on, I'm just gonna be writing some notes, give me a second, uh... Uh, so... Exactly what Jade says happens. Uh huh. There's Grandpa, and she hides behind one of the globes. How am I gonna? St- I'm gonna wait until you set up a pin board with a bunch of strings connecting different I'm characters. Basically, and- doing that. I know you're doing that. Uh, next. Sorry. I'm still invested in this comic as well. I'm just gonna Uh be also taking notes at the same time now. Lord. Do you suppose you could still manage to sneak by the crafty old man if you're fast enough? Avoiding an encounter would be ideal. Encounters with him are usually... intense. (laughs) It... It feels like Jade has the most positive relationship with any parental figure in her life, but it's still the case where, oh, right, like, authority <clears throat> figure, like, right, they're still in a position of power over me. Yeah. Uh, Jade, leap dramatically across the divide. Whoops. You <laughs> guess an encounter with him is almost certain now, but mostly enough for a while. Time to see what else someone else is up to. Let's say Dave. Strife. So, Jade went to jump across and fell asleep mid-jump because she has narcolepsy. Mm-hmm. We go to the strife. 
And we get Dave, uh, the record, as a loading symbol. Now snap, preloader, psych out. (laughs) And Jade wakes up. And... Oh. So... Grandpa Harley is taxidermied. Oh shit, he is, huh? That's there's there's stitches all up the side of his face, and that's he's weird. on a pedestal that just says Grandpa Harley. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of a scientific ex- specimen of Grandpa. <laughs> I will aggrieve. Let's aggrieve, and you can press a bunch of buttons, and she starts jumping around the screen. Oh yeah, making little pew pew noises. <laughs> Uh, there's a couple where she'll stand on his head. Yep. His hat will come off. Uh, and if you press enough buttons, she'll just, you know, flip over. Alright, uh, next. Uh, press P. Oh, wait, hold on, let me go back then. Because I would like to see what happens when I hit P. Also, hold on. Just press P and let it go. Well, I'm just waiting for it to now reload all that. Oh, got it. In the, in the meantime, I do have some notes at the moment. Alright, um... Gonna hit Grieve. Yeah! <laughs> she just does twists and turns and shoots. Oh, she oh she's Reaper! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Death die, orders. die, die, yeah. <laughs> Alright, next. Uh, she's looking up at Grandpa... Yes, I am going out with this gun. No, I will not go get a bigger one. No, I will not take yours. I can't even lift it. Oh, that is so preposterous. Do you know what you're saying? I'll be fine. This is a perfectly deadly gun, and it shoots lots of incredibly deadly bullets. Oh, will you just stop it? I'm going now. Goodbye. Heart. <laughs> I feel like she still gives a heart. Mm-hmm. This is actually a little sad. Yeah. This is actually... So, there's nobody taking care of Jade out here. She's on her own. Man, that's actually really sad. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I kind of get that. Especially... Yeah, (laughs) No, like, so, there is an apartment in the city here where my um, relatives use when they visit from Hong Kong, which is becoming Mm -hmm. less and less these days as they get a bit older. Yeah. And they've had this apartment for so long. Like, this is bought when I think it really was just my mum, my uncle, and my aunt as, like, you know, in their, like, maybe 20s or so. So a good, yeah. like, I want to say, you know, maybe 20, 30 years they've owned this fucking apartment. It's ridiculous. And there is this old uh, picture of my grandfather when he was younger there. Uh-huh. I won't lie. Sometimes I just have a chat with him when I'm there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jade abscond. He was so much easier to deal with when he was alive. Oh, jeez. Man. 
that raises the question of who taxidermy grandpa. <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty big question given on this island. There's nobody else here. Yeah. Uh, PM miraculously survive. <laughs> and she does. <laughs> Just by the fucking skin of her teeth, if she has any. Mm-hmm. Uh, PM peer out explosion hole. And she does. She's lost quite a few mailboxes. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! There's a hand coming out of that rock back there. Oh, there is. God damn it. Also, I'm starting to like this idea more and more that there's nothing in those mailboxes, but PM thinks that you deliver mail just by giving people mailboxes. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's like, here you are, citizen. I d- what? <laughs> Here's your box. <laughs> like, wait, no, this isn't how this went. Wait a second. <laughs> Next. Uh, and we see one of the worms shooting out to try and catch one of the boxes. <laughs> A gimme. Uh, next. It catches it. Uh-huh. Oh. It's also got some tar in it. That's... Mm. Yeah. Next. Aw. And Aww. she brings it back and PM has a little heart over her head. Aw. I like these worms. Yeah. Uh, Rose, refuse to acknowledge the absurd kitten. You fail miserably. <laughs> oh, look, there's some more mad science crap over here. Looks like what to be an arcade machine. That'd be you if we put a cat in front of you. Yes. That'd also be me if you put a dog in front of me. Yes. Or almost any animal, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is also an old-ass arcade machine. With yep. the, um... It's got those triangles on it. Yeah, the... I can't From, remember like, the name. Transportalizer. Transportalizer. I keep, I keep forgetting if it's Transportalizer or Teleportalizer. Uh, Transportalizer. But we've also seen this, uh, the uh, a Purifier, which also that's, had that. That's true as well. Um, yeah. Rose, insert coin. The weird arcade gizmo adapted to this setup obviously doesn't take coins anymore, assuming it ever did. Besides, <laughs> you left all your coins on the fridge, remember? She did, didn't she? She did, to pay for the W. Rose, let's play a game. This doesn't appear to be a game. Uh... This appears to be an purifier. Rose, screw around with the purifier. You mess with the controls. Hey, Jasper's is alive. Or at least he was in the past. According to the timestamp, this was almost nine years ago. You try to move the crosshairs with the joystick, but it seems to be permanently locked on a specific target. You might be able to unlock it, but you clearly don't have much time to horse around with this thing. <laughs> Just, man, that'd be really weird if you went to like an old arcade machine. Just there's your old pet from years ago, still alive. Yeah, right. So uh, up in the upper right hand corner there, it says negative three one four zero D. That may mean. You know, 3,140 days ago, which is nearly yeah. 10 years. Yeah. So Rose would have been a baby. Man, she... So ma- was Jasper her mom's cat then, really? Could be. Like, Jasper... I also do like the Jasper's... I mean, it, when, you know, Rose was really young, she had the cat. I think she mentioned that. Oh, yeah. So, you know what? Yeah, she would have been four. So that makes sense to like, a kitty yeah. around that time. Right. Also, uh, I do like that Jasper is still wearing a suit even when alive. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a dapper-ass cat. Next. 
You zoom out. Oh. Looks like you and Jaspers are having one of your sessions. You weren't <laughs> making a lot of progress, though, because Jaspers was no doubt being characteristically reluctant. You possibly jotted this phrase down in your pad. It's hard to remember, though. Wait, could this be that day? This is adorable. It is adorable. Jo- Rose is sitting in a big uh, chair, taking notes, <laughs> uh, theoretically having a therapy session with her cat. Trying to get some fucking Carl Jungism with her cat. Also, please do note that the time on this is sixteen thirteen, which, if you translate it, is four thirteen p.m. Thirteen, goddammit! I knew it. I fucking knew it. This reminds me a little bit of myself because, as a kid, I grew up watching a lot of like British sitcoms as well as American cartoons. I developed an understanding or surface level knowledge of things I didn't quite grasp. So my p- mom and si- older sister found it hilarious every time I would ask, you know, as a fucking four or five year old, do we have life insurance? <laughs> yeah. Just like I would hear shit and I would know the context of it. And then I also get really paranoid about why don't we have life insurance? What's going on? How much do we have in the bank? Right. What are our savings? Right. What's our rainy day fund? God. My mom always had a default answer for the bank account question because with my sister, who was very precocious, uh, she would ask that a lot. And my mom decided on just telling her $2. My sister believed that. So when they went grocery shopping, my sister was terrified we were going into the red and bankruptcy every single time. Oh my god. That's how you give a kid anxiety. Yeah. uh, My mom didn't really learn this. She still did with me. I didn't believe her. I just knew that was a parent answer. Right. I did also ask, because, again, I fucking grew up on American TV. I was going, do I have a college fund set up for me? At, like, five (laughs) years old, I was asking this. We gotta have it. It's (laughs) necessary. Yeah, but, like, (laughs) it it explains a lot of, like, the way I fucking operate, to be honest. Sure. I would also pick up just sayings from cartoons, like, like for whatever reason, every time I would, like, try something new, I would just respond with, it tastes like chicken. <laughs> Again, picture, like, five- to six-year-old me saying that. Yep. <laughs> uh, Rose, cause time paradox. Oh, no. You attempt to appear by Jaspers, this would surely cause a time paradox, because you plainly see he has not told you his secret yet. But it seems the machine has a safety mechanism to prevent such irresponsible purification practices. Uh, and it pops up with a big blue screen that says Paradoxify. Is Jasper sapient? She just said that Jasper's told her something. Well, that's odd, but not the weirdest thing in this co- uh, comic. Funny enough, yes. <laughs> also, uh, for the moment, I have finished my fucking uh, conspiracy chart on this piece of paper. I'm gonna send you a picture. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, please do. I'm, I'm also gonna, like, <laughs> you can probably use this as a fucking album or, some, or preview image if you want at some point. <laughs> yeah, I might do that. Yeah, Jules, if you send me that picture, you think I'm not gonna use it for the show? Uh, you can find it. I think it'll probably be in the show notes, but if you also go to audioentropy.com, you'll find a lot of things. Jules made some faces this episode, uh, and I... I don't think I told her, but I did keep all of them. So, go check that out. Ashley will see it at the very least. <laughs> you said it to Luke as well, just because... <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I have a chat going with both of them, so... Exactly. 
Oh, you you three must be having a fucking bowl with this. What's the command, Jules? Next. And I've sent the image to you online. Great. The Paradox Ghost imprint of Jasper's appearifies instead and quickly settles into a mound of sludge. It move. Remember, this was the same thing when uh, yeah. DBV tried to appearify something he couldn't. Exactly. Uh, I do like that the mutantkin is the just like playing, playing with the scarf. Uh, next. Uh, and over in the corner, we see a bunch of DNA letters. Yeah, because that goo is just sucked in. The machine beside it sucks up the paradox sludge and begins some kind of automated procedure. It seems whatever sort of primordial biochemical properties the sludge possesses is being evaluated by the device. The kitty's playing on the scoff now. Yeah. Next. He's so cute. <laughs> the device generates a fetal paradox clone of Jasper's. The wretched creature exhibits a number of unfortunate mutations, though. The good news is that it will be mercifully unestablished along with this facility shortly. This is also the bad news. Whoever was operating this machine in the past may have been making unsuccessful attempts to perfect the science of ectobiology. Oh boy. There are a lot of strands connecting now. Yeah, weird. Isn't that John's uh, username? Yeah. Didn't also Grandpa have a fucking lab? Um. Did he? It's it's explicitly mentioned that he has a laboratory. Oh, yes, he has a lab upstairs. Yes, 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 he does. And also, it seems to hint that the gadgets that Jade uses, which look like these hubs, are kind of something that maybe were either created by her or, like, by her family. Yeah. I don't think that's unreasonable to believe. If that were the case to some degree... I can imagine, through this manner, Rose helping John with Spurb, with Rose discovering this, leads to him developing that, which in the future creates this lab, which will unestablish back in the past, which could then maybe also inform... How does Rose's mother actually get involved with this? Because Rose's mom is definitely involved with the fucking, like... Definitely involved with this somehow. Like, somehow, like, even if you disregard the fucking plush wizards and stuff, she had a goddamn secret button combination to turn the mausoleum into a tunnel scape into this laboratory. Yeah. Like, she knew about this. She did. So. Which also makes me wonder how much does Dad know? Especially if Dad has the fucking. Shrine we... to Jade. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... It's hard to say what how much everybody knows. I mean, like, except for Mom. Mom obviously knows about this. Grandpa Harley obviously knows some shit. But he's also dead as fuck, so... They're not gonna get much much questions from him. No. Uh, Bro is bro. We're not gonna get into bro. Bro is bro. I'm... Alright. Okay. I've at the moment I feel like my brain is staring up close at you know uh, those like photos you can make that are just collages of uh, like millions of other photos combined. Yeah. I feel like I'm looking at one of those way too up close. My nose pressed up against it, 
and I'm just slowly <laughs> taking steps back, and I'm not seeing the actual full thing yet. I probably won't see it yet. until, yeah. honestly, maybe Act 5 or something I'm expecting. Yeah, maybe. Even Act 6, I'm willing to bet that I don't, like, see the entire thing from edge to edge until Act 6. Oh, honey, you have no idea. Probably, like, fucking sub-Act, you know, 14 or something. <laughs> like, I'm sure, again, there are going to be big reveals throughout each act, but again, those are going to still be small steps back without me seeing, like, the whole damn picture. Yeah. Rose, have a flashback. Oh, There's no need for a flashback. Conveniently, you can watch what happened right there on the monitor. You roll the clock forward a few seconds... Jasper's reveals his stunning secret to you in strict confidence. Molly, cat shouldn't move this way. No, probably not, but it's still really cute. It's very, again, very cute in this art style. If a cat actually raises paw to whisper something in my ear, I'd be a little freaked out. Yeah. But this is also one of those things where it's so cleverly... this story so much about kids, it cleverly is able to avoid that, because a fucking four-year-old would not realize this is creepy. A four-year-old would be like, man, my cat just told me this wicked secret. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Like, if my fucking hermit crab started talking to me when I was, like, six (laughs) years old or whatever, I would have been psyched. But no, one died and my mom swapped out and I didn't tell the difference, even though one was white and the new one was orange. I was a very oblivious child. You very much were, Jules. She told me it got sunburnt, and I believed her. Oh my god. She told me it was out in the sun too long, and then it got it got a tan, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Little Hermit Crab, so I kept it further in, and then, yeah. Um, turns out, that thing obviously fucking died, and then she yep. actually had her own burial ceremony for it in the backyard, and went out and bought a new one. And then when that one died... I buried it again in the front yard this time and uh, put a little popsicle stick in the ground as a grave marker for it. Aww. Aww. That was my first pet death. Yeah. That meant a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next. Before you can ask him to clarify, he vanished into thin air. You now believe you understand why. However, you were not the one to appear him from this moment. Your hand was nowhere near the controls just now. A couple weeks after he vanished, his body washed up along the riverbank. His suit was a mess. Your mother fitted in with a new one just before the absurd funeral service she insisted upon. That would have been so traumatizing. Yeah. Also, man, like... I'm sorry, that sentence, a couple weeks after he vanished, his body washed up along the riverbank, is the opening to a crime novel chapter, but it's about a fucking uh, cat It's the opening to Riverdale. It's the opening to Riverdale. This is Jason Blossom. This is Jasper's Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, like, apply this to a fucking cat in a suit. God. Man, if this happened to me, I would have... Hmm... I would have solved this mystery. I would have cracked this case wide open. (laughs) Uh, Rose, trace Jasper's whereabouts on the machine. You roll the clock forward a week to after he vanished. It seems there's no accessible feed tracing his whereabouts during that time frame. You fast forward another week. 
There he is, just as you found him. God, this is some Adventure Zone shit. Some Adventure Zone shit. Also, man, that's really sad, just seeing your cat wash up on the riverbank. Yep. Uh, uh, Rose, fast forward to now. So, we're loading. <laughs> God, this is the opening to Riverdale, holy shit. Uh-huh. Let's see Rose there. And we see the mutant cat. It's got two heads. It's not good. No. See, the other mutant cat. Oh, its eyes are blinking out of sync. That's creepy. It's cute, though. It is cute. And then, oh, yep. (laughs) Yeah, there's the funeral service. It's very cute. Look at baby Rose. It is, like... Does it say something about me that I would like to be, like, a loving version of Mom? <laughs> like, because no. she's got some fucking style to her. I'm yeah. sorry. She's got some fucking looks and martinis. Yeah. So there's the point where <laughs> yep, Rose just... kicks Jasper's off. And... Yeah, we're kind of seeing, like, what happened up until now. Yeah, we get just a little recap. Yeah. And her going into the lab and figuring all this out. And, and then Jasper's... where does Jasper's body go now? Well, we see him on the other side of a teleportalizer. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but in the bottom right corner, a little horseshoe popped up. I think I caught a glimpse of it. I didn't realize what shape it was. Go ahead and click down there. That will open up another page. Oh, man. Called Ride. Loading. Uh, And if you do so... You will see Rose riding Maple Hoof, scarf blowing in the wind. I'm just going to send you a photo of my face right now. (laughs) Yeah, please do. The little symbol crashes. Good picture. Um, <laughs> yeah. John of Saloon. <laughs> With a fucking Slimer. Uh huh. And that's that. I just realized something. Uh huh. So, the kids are obviously color coded. So, Rose is obviously purple, with also the squid symbol. Yep. On a shirt. Uh, Dave is obviously red, with uh, his um, record uh, symbol. Dave and Rose's text in, Pest- in the Pester Charms are both red and purple for each other. John has the green slime ghost, but yep. his text is blue and his box is blue. Yeah. Jade has blue symbols on a t-shirt, but has green text and sends green boxes. Yeah, that's all true. I'm adding more to my notes. <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking? <laughs> Don't keep me in the dark. Why not? <laughs> why, why the fuck should, shouldn't I keep you in the dark? 
I mean, I, yeah, I guess you don't have to tell me. I don't have to know your theories, but we're making a podcast, and also I know all the answers already. Like, I'm just thinking... John has to be Grandpa. Yeah? Because... I notice when that little, like, keyboard mashing bit with Jane and the fucking rifle and uh, taxidermy grandpa, um, it, when you can knock off his hat, his hair looks like like the the middle part of John's hair, but white. Yeah, and you know, uh, grandpa, John, and Jade all kind of have the same teeth, huh? Yes. Also all wearing glasses, but hey, that could be any other kid as well. But Grandpa yeah. has the same glasses to John. Yep. So... Okay, we have a little bit more to get through. Okay. And it's getting late. Fair. Next. Yes. It's Jasper's. He's alive. Well, okay, he's still dead. <laughs> but his body's intact. Turns out it was some kind of disintegratificator, like you thought. More like... An escapalizer. I do like that the kids coming up with their own fucking names for all this shit. Uh huh. Rose, a purified Jasper's immediately. It works. Good thing you finally got all this sorted out. You only have ten seconds to spare. Time to stash the dead cat in Amscray. Rose, stop fooling around and transportalize out of there. She runs on the transportalizer. Pretty decent escapalization. <laughs> Jade, locate and feed the devil beast you call a pen. 